1: Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker.
2: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I'm so excited for this week's episode. Had a great birthday week last week. Shout out to all my friends, my husband, everybody who just kind of came through and made me feel loved. It was amazing. And I'm so excited to continue our series about living in purpose on purpose. And I am excited to bring back a special guest. So a husband is here to have this discussion with us today on the keys to success. So I was really um, interested in having him on because he actually taught this sermon um, in our minister and training class at church about the keys to success. And he said that he was really inspired to study. um, When he thought about success, he wanted to study leaders in the Bible that had success. And so he really like took the time to learn about Joshua. And so we are gonna talk about just kind of some of the lessons that he learned during his study. Um, And we are going to talk about what the keys to success are because I feel like nothing is new under the sun and that the Bible is very practical and that there's something that we can pick up from every story, every person's life. There's something that we can apply to our own. And so his scripture, for his sermon was Joshua 1, 7 through 9. And so that'll be the scripture that we are referencing. And so I'm reading it from the New Living Translation. And it says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So I am just so excited to talk about um, everything that my husband shared because I know that it's going to be great. So y'all get y'all pens and y'all notepads because it's about to be lit. Hey guys, hope you are enjoying the show. Look, take a minute to go ahead, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave a review. We love to get feedback from our listeners, and doing this will help us get advertisers that are relevant to our audience. So if you have been blessed by God Goals and Girl Talk, if this is your favorite time of the week, it's to spend it with me. First of all, God bless you, sis. I love you. But take some time to go ahead and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode or a bonus episode, and make sure that you leave a review. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, guys, so we are back. So, hi, babe.
3: Hello, how are you? Good uh-uh. evening.
2: <laughs> You're so funny. Um, so, we are... Um, first off, thank you for taking the time to be on my podcast again. I appreciate it.
3: No problem. It's always a pleasure to be a guest. Oh, really? On your show. On
2: my show. Thank you. Okay, so we are talking about um, the keys to success. So, this month, um, I've been doing a series about living in purpose, on purpose, So being intentional about walking out everything that you do. And so I really felt like the message that you gave to us um, was really important because I think that a lot of times in looking for success or looking for purpose, we're trying. We're also trying to achieve success. Um, so can you just kind of tell a little bit about like what made you or what made you feel led to discuss that topic or like what what your kind of your transition of what success is
3: Well the reason why I talked about this subject was because today a lot of people including myself at some point we just have this mindset of worldly success and worldly success isn't good for you you know um, worldly success is nowhere, you know, in the Bible, and nowhere in the Bible did worldly success do good for anybody. So
2: what do you mean by, like, worldly success for somebody who may not know what that means?
3: Just um, what you see on TV or what your friends or what, you know, some of your family members or what kind of younger people just value, you know, material things, uh, money, You know, just things that really depreciate and um, give the appearance that we have when all actuality we don't because we bought these items to make it look like we do have this luxury lifestyle.
2: So you're like talking about like keeping up, so chasing after money, keeping up the appearance of like trying to keep up with the Joneses.
3: Just just all of it, just always, uh, and also just not being satisfied, you know, not
2: having the mind
3: not being content and not having the mindset that you know god is going to provide everything that you need and also knowing that you know you having too much could you know be detrimental to you right and just really understanding you know patience and just really understanding also you know the blessings and things that god gives you and not taking them for granted
2: right i think that's so good because i feel like too you know a lot of times i feel like the people say like oh like money is the root of all evil but really that's not the scripture the scripture is that the love of money is the root of all evil and so it's not that god doesn't want us to have nice things but those things can't be your motivation like you can't go to school simply because I'm going to do this thing, not because it's what God called me to do, but because I want to make all of this money. So when you make your decisions based off of stuff, um, and worldly things, things that are carnal, that you're going to have issues. So it's okay for somebody who is, um, who's like, you know, Christian, who's a believer to have nice things. Cause we have nice things, but I feel like it wasn't until we were no longer focused on the stuff and we were focused on going after god that he gave us the stuff after do you agree with that
3: i definitely agree you know the relationship the spiritual relationship with the holy spirit of god is what really gives you the peace you know when i talk about a worldly mindset you want to make all this money and you want to have all these nice and lavish things because you want to impress people and that's why you know it never feels like it's enough you know you always got to have a new car Or really nice clothes or you know just that outward appearance that you know people that don't know you really think that you know you are somebody just from what they see on the outside and that worldly mindset will value that but it's not until you get a godly mindset that you try to go you have to go you know beneath what you see on the outside really getting to know that person and their mindset and you know, do they um, have a relationship with God? You know, is their credit, you know, good? Do they, you know, have a home? You know, just different things like that right. that are really more important instead of acquiring all these Stuff. liabilities Right. Stuff. that will continue to, you know, drain you monthly, you know, for a duration of years if you allow them to.
2: Yeah, and I think that, too, that's why a lot of us um, find ourselves... In these di- like difficult predicaments where we're digging ourselves out of holes, mm-hmm. um, we definitely have experienced that. Not necessarily that we were living lavish and trying to impress people, but we spent money on really dumb stuff, okay. <laughs> like shoes. Like you know, there are some there's some times that you know we've talked about that we can remember where it was like, oh man, this we probably would have made a better move with this money had we done X, Y, and Z, but I will say at that time, you know, we were new, like, you know, new in a relationship together, and we hadn't really tapped into our relationship with God like that. Like, we prayed, we knew who God was, we went to church occasionally, but the relationship that we had with him was not the same way that we do now, to where he literally guides every decision that we make, um, and... It's a lesson learned. I feel like God used those moments. Like, he used those. Because now we're like, ah, oh, no, we're not spending we not spending yeah. <laughs> no money on that.
3: Well, you know, first of all, one of the most important components to success or, you know, blessings and you're acquiring things is having that relationship and talking to the Holy Spirit about it. You know, when you make a lump sum of money, you know, Instead of you being quick to go purchase something that will make you feel good, you really take the time to be strategic and you pray and you ask, you know, God, what should be your next move? And you thank Him for the success that He's given you, first off. Right. You know, it's just, you know, really having a mindset switch. You know, we grew up where it was just acquiring things. You know, we want to be successful so we can have a nice house and this and. It wasn't until, you know, I started reading the Bible and I read the story about the five talents. And right. that really just gave me the mindset of, you know, he gave them something, but he gave them something because he wanted them to make more. Yep. We just he had- didn't give them something be- so you could say, you know, just live off this right. until I come back. It was, I'm going to give you this so you can put it to work yeah. to make more. And, you know, that was the first lesson when I had, you know, kind of a mindset shift right. with, you know, blessings that God would give us and, you know, how can I, you know, plant this seed and make it grow into, you know, a tree or a garden. And that's just the mindset that you have to get into because that's what God wants for us. He wants us to prosper and he wants us, you know, to continue. He doesn't want us to teeter-totter and go back and forth. Right. You know, the Bible says that, you know a man that doesn't have his heart on God it's not that you won't be successful but if you don't have these principles at some point you will fall to something yeah and i know for me you know i don't want to start something to later down the road be naive and then it all fall apart yeah. you know i want to start something and i want to build a strong foundation with the word and you know i want it to continue for generations and generations and so forth
2: Yeah, that's really good. And we actually um, had an episode called Return on Investment where I talk about the story of the talents because I feel like that's a really, really good thing. I feel like a lot of times we go out here and we um, we either do things or we don't do things, not realizing that we're going to have to give an account of everything that we did or did not do to God. When the master comes back, you're going to have to explain to him what you did with your portion. And you're like, oh, I got all these J's in my closet. you will like, mm, all right, <laughs> you evil and wicked servant, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like that, that is going to be, um, you know, that per- person may not, they may be surprised. They may be surprised that, oh, all of this stuff means that I don't have success. And I like that you said that, you know, God wants us to prosper, but he does not want us to make an idol out of our success. Exactly. So we can't chase success more than we chase God. If you're chasing God, then success will follow you. Exactly. And so I think that that's really good. That's not even one of the points, but that's really good. The mindset, the first thing, you know, one of the the foundational things is addressing your mindset. What does success look like? I know to me, it looks so different because I'm one of those people, I'm a busybody. So I'm constantly doing Five and six different things. I mean, I've worked, how many jobs have I worked at one? Three? Like, up to yeah, three jobs at once. And I, God really had to check me and he was like, am I providing for you or are you providing for you? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times we do this, I gotta grind, I gotta grind, I gotta grind. But really, you need to be chasing after God and everything else will happen. I actually had to, um, I stopped, when I quit one of my jobs. I was teaching because I was, I'm in school and so my husband was like, you need to pick thing that you're gonna do it's something you're gonna give up and while I was like my flesh was like oh well what about your funny money and all your extra spending money and we've not gone without we've had we've God has really provided and it just shows me that I don't have to do this thing where I'm not being trustworthy enough of God because that's really what it is when you do that it's just you don't trust that god's gonna do it i know that that sounds really like harsh but that's what it is you don't trust that god's going to take care of you so you feel like you got to do it yourself but then you bring yourself into the ground um and so i think that that's really good like that mindset why what does success look like what is motivating you that's a good thing like
3: because what you have to understand is that you know a lot of people we go for the degree because, you know, we want to live a lavish lifestyle. And what you have to understand through reading the Bible is that God doesn't want to bless you so that you can hoard the blessings. He doesn't want to bless you with this four-year degree just so you can have a fancy car and a fancy house. He wants to bless you with that degree so you can be a blessing to your family and, you know what I'm saying, your kids and Your parents, you know, that's the type of blessing that he wants to do in your life, not something small that'll just help you as an individual, but something that will help you and your family and generations and, you know, really everybody around you that's in your circle. You know, that is the true success. If you, you know, read the stories about Joshua, about Moses, you know, God blessed them, but blessed them so they would be a blessing to the people, yeah. you know, and it would be such a big thing and not just to one person.
2: Yeah, and I think that that's really good that um, there's a lot of times people say that you're blessed to be a blessing and they don't realize that. God wants you to be a conduit, meaning that he wants to be able to get things through you. He does not want you to be a container where you're holding all these things. Like, yeah, you're stunting on them. But meanwhile, your grandma ain't got no food in her refrigerator. How? (laughs) Right? So, and you know that when you bless people, and you always want to use discernment when you give money. So we're not saying that you give everything away that you have because that's not why. You want to take care of your house first. But when God leads you, to give you do so like you may have just bought a really fancy purse if god tells you to give it away to somebody he'll know where your heart is because you are going to either do what he told you to do or you're gonna hoard it for yourself and then once he sees that once he sees where your heart is then he knows whether or not he can trust you with the next level because the bible says that if you're faithful with a little then you can be trusted with much So right now, if you're not being a good steward over the little things that you have, if you're not grateful over the little things that you have, if you're still not giving in some capacity, whether it be your um, time, your talent or your treasure, meaning financially, because you may not have money to give, but you can go serve somebody. So the first thing is having that mindset shift that there is no success without God and you want success his way. Um, that, you know, check your motives, check where your heart is, check um, is God leading you to do this or do you feel like you need to start a business because that's what you see the people on Instagram doing? That may not be what God is calling you to do. And so, stepping outside of that, like we talked about, and running your own race, you're going to be out here looking crazy.
3: Yeah. And um, definitely another thing is uh, patience.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, we're so quick to run and go get the bag. And then we get it, and as soon as we get it, we go start spending it, Yeah. you know, on things that are usually very self-serving or things that are kind of digging us out of a hole. And so, you know, something that I like to do is um, when God blesses me with an abundance of money because I am a licensed real estate agent, I just like to take time and uh, just pray, you know, when I get that commission check and You know, I actually pray this prayer, you know, God, I thank you, you know, for this blessing. You know, I know that this is a blessing and I just ask you, Father, you know, help me in the decisions that I should choose to do with this, you know, money, this blessing that you've blessed me with. Because, you know, in all actuality, I don't want to make any moves that he doesn't want me to make. You know, because he he knows if I'm going to make them, he knows whether I'm going to be successful in it or whether I'm not. But, you know, I just want to pray and ask him to guide my steps and, you know, just order my motives and things like that. You know, is this really something that I want to do? Is this really self-serving or would it be better to, you know, save this money or put it to a better cause or help somebody that really may
2: need it? Hey guys, it's your girl, Charlotte Walker, the host of God Goals and Girl Talk. I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast. If you want to start your own podcast, I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free, 99 costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins with no minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. Okay guys, so we are back. Shout out to that bonus point of the mindset shift Um, but we're about to get down to the nitty gritty. So we have three and a half we'll call the mindset shift the half uh, points that we are gonna discuss with you. And so my husband um, said that he was really inspired to study the life of Joshua. Joshua was the second in command under Moses. Um, he had a lot of success in the kingdom of God. When they sent the 12 spies out to go look at the promised land when Moses sent them out, 10 of the spies, they were like, nah, we, we gonna get murdered, we can't do this. And Joshua and Caleb were the only two that declared, like, no, God is with us, we can do this, we can take it. And although, um, they did not go outside of their leadership to go and just take the land. They did um, get blessed for their faithfulness and their boldness. So when God told, um, said that the Israelites would wander for 40 years, Joshua and Caleb, they were the only two that were allowed to go into the promised land um, after the 40 years the exile was up. Joshua also helped like he was the commander when the wall in the walls of Jericho were brought down when God told him he gave him the strategy to walk around the uh, wall seven times. Last time you shout the walls come down and everybody loves to talk about like we'll shout down the walls. But really, um, J- Joshua was very, um, Important in that story and him being in close communication with God gave him that strategy And then I know everybody that is like churchy churchy loves to Recite the scripture Joshua 24 15 as for me in my house. We shall serve the Lord He's confronting other believers who are now out here serving these false gods with little G's um, And he's you know calling them out. Like are you going to serve the uh, The gods of the Euphrates or the Amorites gods with little G's let's be very clear um, and he said, "As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." So Joshua was just bold in the Lord, and so with the level of success that he had, and he had some some things where he could learn too because he was human. So that also was important that he was very successful um, in the body in the body of Christ, but also. There are some things that God had to deal with him on as well. And so I'm really excited for my husband just to kind of share his wisdom and his insight that he picked up from this. And so, babe, if you want, you can give us your first point.
3: All right. My first point today is the commitment to God. I really want you all to understand that the commitment to God is a journey. And it is a journey that, you know, you actively have to participate in and spend time reading his word and seeking him. Right. You know, the hardest thing I think with people and the commitment to God is because it's hard for them to dedicate the time for a long period of time continually because they don't know what they're going to get out of it you know you know it's going to be good but you don't know exactly what it looks like you know right. a lot of times we chase degrees or we chase things because we know exactly right the tangible thing that we're trying to go to so you know just that commitment you know just spending that time and what it does is it deposits seeds you know in your life and you know in your spiritual that you're trying to build, you know, with God and the Holy Spirit and you know, you're just really depositing it because at some point as you continue to do this, you will bear fruit. And, you know, this is has, this has been definitely true for me and, you know, my wife in times where, you know, we didn't know how things were gonna work out, but we believed and yeah. we had a positive mindset and a mindset that were built on godly principles. And I will tell you, you know, that is what got us past a lot of things got us over the hump and the reason why you know we are successful now so I just want to encourage you all and just let you all know that you know even though you may not know exactly what you're going to get it is going to be good the closer you are to the word the more that it will flow through you and it will start to change your mindset you know before you know it You'll look up and things you used to do and things you used to say and how you used to act. You'll see that, you know, that's self-serving and, you know, that's not what the Holy Spirit and God wants you to be. Right. They don't want you to have that worldly mindset. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's just really, you know, you will start checking yourself like, you know, maybe, you know, I don't need to respond that way. I don't need to show that anger and that frustration because we really Mm -hmm. all have a choice. And, you know, how we carry ourselves and how we display our frustration as we go through trials and tribulations. So the Bible for me and the commitment, you know, is just keeping my eyes and keeping my mindset focused on God and focused on his promises. You know, he promises us all these things and success, but he didn't say that it wasn't going to be hard. Right. And for me, it was just easier for me to focus on God As I'm going through, you know, this hard time in my life. It's almost kind of like, you know, when you're running or you're jogging or you're riding a bike. And if you're going for six, seven miles, if you're looking all the way to the end, it looks like it's going to take for you to get. It's going to take forever for you to get there. But if you just stay focused on what's in front of you, eventually you'll just start running the course. And then eventually you'll look up and you'll be done. Yeah. And so. That's just something that, you know, I just want people to stay focused on the commitment to God and just spending time with him because, you know, it really encourages and it really does deposit seeds in your life.
2: Yeah, and some of my best ideas... Um, even this podcast and the name for the podcast came out of me spending that time with God and being committed to what he said, right? Like, because I'm like, yo, God goes and girl talk, what I look like. I ain't nobody's pastor, preacher lady, whatever. But I was committed to the idea that God gave me. I was committed to declare his word. And I think one of the biggest things that we underestimate is us spending time in the word of God. Um, Joshua, uh, one verse eight, it tells us to study the book of instruction continually meditate on it day and night so that you will obey everything written in it. Only then, only then will you prosper and succeed in everything that you do. And there's, it's multiple, it's in multiple places in the Bible. Um, in, uh, first Kings chapter two, um, David tells Solomon like observe the requirements of the Lord your God and follow his ways. Keep his decrees, commands, regulations and laws written um, in the in the law of Moses so that you'll be successful in all that you do and wherever you go. And so I think that it's really downplayed how much time you need to spend in the word. When I tell y'all like there is nothing new, nothing new under the sun. You read the Bible, child's baby, it's baby daddy drama in there. It's like kids that don't like kids, illegitimate kids in here, And you see God come in and do different things. You see the instruction that God gives, um, gives leaders. And so if you're looking to be successful, you need to study people in the Bible that are successful, not necessarily study people in the world that are successful. You can, that's cool, but only as the spirit leads you because God's going to give you wisdom. He knows um, his thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Case in point my nonprofit, Hearts Over Habits, we started out as a virtual program. I wanted it to be e-learning, I wanted it to be virtual, and I did not know that we were gonna have a whole pandemic, but this was the idea that God gave me. I looked, I couldn't find nothing else like it, I was like, this is weird, this is crazy, but God knew that there was gonna be a pandemic where the call for virtual platforms were gonna be bigger. And instead of us scrambling to try to figure out how we're gonna do whatever next move is, we're just continuing to push. And so that would not have come outside of me not being committed to God. We really, really have to get more comfortable with us being pioneers and us doing things differently. Y'all know I love the story about Noah and the ark. He probably looks crazy. And that's okay because you need to be so committed to God that you look crazy. Joshua and them was about to get stoned for telling them people they want the people wanted to kill them for telling um for telling them that they should um
3: God's go, promise. Yeah,
2: that they sh know, oh no, like we can take it and the people were mad and they were God like,
3: told them to yeah. be courageous. He told them that there would be, you know, giants and, you know, the land that he was giving them. It wasn't empty. There were other People living there, but you know, God told them that you know they don't have any defenses because they have all these other gods that they worship. Yeah, and you know, because the children of Israel only worship God and they became obedient, that is how they were able to overtake you know the promised land that was already filled with people. They yeah. were bigger and stronger than them yeah. because they had God's blessing. Yeah. Because they were faithful and because they were committed yeah. to what he wanted them to do, to do in their mindset and how he wanted them to worship him.
2: Yeah. And so it's really, really important to get committed to God like that because you want your success to have God as the foundation. It does not mean that you won't be successful on your own, but how many millionaires and celebrities do we see out here um, with, you know, committing suicide, having suicide attempts, um, going through all of these, all of these different things it's because they have the success but their foundation may not be right um, I don't want to speak for anybody else's faith and relationship with God but their foundation may not be right and so they don't have the peace of God that surpasses all, of, all understanding how many millionaires how many people have hit the lotto and then they're broke in a year or two because they're not committed to God they got this money and they were out here spending 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 and now they're broke again and what instead of bringing this to God and saying okay God you put me in this position How do I do better with it? And so I think that the commitment to God is definitely an important key to success. Amen. Check God's Resume is a personal reflection journal that challenges you to build God's resume in your life. Do you often feel like signs and wonders do not occur in your life? Are you feeling like you're in an impossible season? Sis, no, it is time for you to check God's resume. His goodness and his miracles are all over your life. He has been doing this. I had such an amazing time developing this journal, and God reminded me of so many times where he has kept me. And if you are looking for a great tool to improve your posture of gratitude and just to learn more about the character of God, this journal is for you. It's available on Amazon, and it makes for a great gift, and it's great for a Bible group study tool too. Now, I want you to get this journal. Like I said, it is phenomenal. It's over 200 pages. There's guided study. Um, You learn about the different names and character of God and you literally go through and build his resume from his personal information all the way down to his accolades and awards, just like you would build your own resume. It is so cool, it's so fun, and God just really reminded me of all of the crazy situations that I found myself in where he had his hand on my life. Y'all, he been out here saving us okay get the journal get in a position in a posture of gratitude i pray that it blesses you you need to get it now let's get back to the show okay so what is our next key to success
3: commitment to submission to godly leadership and authority
2: why is that important
3: This is important because in Joshua chapter 1, verse 7, it says, Be careful to obey all the instructions that Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything that you do. This is important to me because the commitment, the submission to not get the big head when the success comes. Yeah. And the more you read the Bible, it just talks about being humble Yeah. and not glorifying yourself, the success yeah. in yourself and really understanding and knowing that, you know, God wanted you to have this and this is why you have it. He knows your desires. He knows the hairs on your head. He knew you before you were born. And so everything that you do, whether it's good or bad, it's not new to him. Now, of course, he wants you to do good, but that's when it comes to the commitment and the submission to the godly leadership and the authority. And also, you know, the people that, you know, you put around you, you know, the godly leadership and the authority. Just different stuff like that. Having the right people with the right principles and just different things like that. You know, you see a lot of things where, you know, we just want the success for the wrong reasons. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, God just doesn't want you to have success so you can stunt and so you can, you know, treat people bad or just make people seem like they're less than because you have these material things. You know, that's totally against what the Bible and what the Word, you know, really want, you know, you to do with success. Right. And so, you know, I just also want to talk about and just mention the training that Joshua, you know, had after Moses. You have to understand that Moses, you know, would meet with God face-to-face in this tent, and Joshua would guard this tent. And while all of, you know, the Israel were watching while Moses would go meet God face-to-face in this tent, you know, it was a big thing, and Joshua was able to, you know, submit to this godly leadership and this authority and really... Find the right way to successfully lead himself with his relationship with God. And that's why, you know, when Moses passed away, Joshua was up next because he had trained up under him and he had did such a good job doing that.
2: Yeah, and um, Joshua got used a lot even in his training. And so I think that that's really important because, um, you know, Joshua... Like you said, he got to do some really important things, like guard the tent of meeting, um, where Moses met with God face to face. He got used in the battle against the Amalekites um, in Exodus 17. And it is so important that we understand that that we have to be committed to um, submit to godly leadership and authority. You should have somebody in your life that is your accountability person and partner, because sometimes it is very easy to get off course because something looks flashy or something looks great. And so we talk to our pastors often about, you know, what we're doing, what our motives are behind it. And it's just a good way to ensure that we are on the right path that God has called us to and not to just our own thing. Um, It is also equally, it's important because you don't know everything. (laughs) like you can have a level of success but don't ever get so um, big-headed that you think that you can't learn something from someone else and it may be somebody that you least expect so always be sensitive to godly leadership and authority in a sense of whether that is your boss right not to say that your boss your boss may not serve God, but they are in a position of authority and God knows that they're there and he placed them there. So you still need to honor them, whether you agree or disagree with their decisions. If you look back at that story about Moses and Caleb and them wanting to go to the promised land, they were not just like, all right, because me and Caleb just about to be out here going to get it. No, they had to submit to the authority that God had gave Moses and Moses had to deal with the why he did not continue to do what God had called them to do. Um, and, and Joshua and Caleb also, they had to wander for 40 years too. Now they, they were given grace to be able to get into the promised land, but they would have been out of order had they rose up against Moses. And so I think that it's really important that you understand that even though the person may not be holy, the office is. Right? So you have to separate the person from the position. You may not like your boss, but that's still God's child. Even when they don't act like it, God has put them in this leadership position. And so you can't be out here cussing and fussing, um, yelling at your boss, doing all of these different things because you're not learning. If you're in a position where you are called to serve and called to submit, maybe what you're learning in this season, you're ready to quit your job so bad. But God's like, no, because you don't know how to submit to leadership.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you know, that makes me think about the submission that God put on his son Jesus and everything that Jesus had to go through for us to be saved. He didn't kick and scream. He didn't complain about it. He knew what his mission was and he carried it out. And so, you know, I just really want to touch about, you know, the accountability, you know, you want to have more of a godly mindset and you don't know how you know you need to start surrounding yourself with some people that you know have that godly mindset but also be able to fact check them yeah. you know not confronting them but also going to the bible
2: right, and, having, and having you know
3: being having some reference so you can right. check you know the conversations and the stuff that y'all are talking about and that's really how you can build upon that godly leadership and that authority. Yeah. And you just kind of get in tune and you'll see that people that are connected and have that relationship, they just do things differently from what people do that value worldly success. You yeah. know, they're not in a rush to do a lot of things unless it's kind of helping somebody. Right. You know, they're not in a rush to do things that are self-serving yeah. to themselves. That, that, that's just not what they're into. Yeah,
2: that's really good. And I would definitely say to you, like you said, like make sure that you're fact checking everything that's being said to you. That's why I always give you all the scripture. It's not for my own um, appeasement, but it's because I want you to go back and read it. I want you to go back and read Joshua 1, read about the life of Joshua, study, you know, the different things that he's done. Um, because you need to have a reference point, you need to be able to pray and ask God to send people to you that's supposed to help guide you. You need you you know that wise counsel. I think there's a scripture in the Bible that says that there is um, wisdom in a multitude of counsel. I think that's a proverb. And so, you, but you want to make sure you're getting the right counsel, right? Do a fact check. If you're doing the best out of all your friends, like you have, you make the most money, you are the most organized. Da, 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 da you need to get some more friends not saying that you got to diss all the ones that you have now if god has told you that you need to leave that crowd of people alone you better do it quick fast and in a hurry but you have to remember that everybody can't go with you where god is taking you and so it doesn't necessarily mean that you are disconnecting yourself from people but um you know even in the bible with jesus when his parents came, uh, his parents came looking for him and he was preaching at the temple. He's like, don't you know I'm about my father's business? Now, in my head, Jesus got a whooping because he was 12 and he was just out here running away from his mama. And then the next thing you know, he's 30 years old. Um, so I don't know if Mary knocked him literally into the next century or what. But <laughs> uh, it's really important that you observe who you keep around you. Um, when you think about like a rocket taking off into space, every time it reaches a new altitude, parts of the rocket come off. So what you see leave the earth does not orbit in space because it would be too heavy and the rocket would sink. It would not, like it would not, um, you know, it would not be able to survive in that atmosphere. So understand that even though you may not completely have to cut yourself off from people, everything that you do, every plan that God gives you is not to be shared with everybody because, there are some people just wanting to get like to when they get your ideas and to discourage you. Um, and so you really need to ensure that you have godly leadership and authority in your life somewhere. So in some aspects. So at one point for me, that was my Gigi. Like, you know, I would tell her I'm gonna do something and she would give me the real and every somebody who constantly is a, um, what is it? A yes, a yes man or yes, a ma'am. woman? Mm-hmm. Like that they don't have your best interest because you going to say some stuff that's going to be dumb. I do it a lot. Might as well be like, don't you got 25 things that you're already doing? I got an idea to do this. Don't you have something else you should be doing? Have you prayed about this? So people who are um, in godly leadership and authority, they're going to always either reference the word or point you in the direction to the word. And when you go to them, um it should be they should only be confirming something that god already told you so don't be going to your wise counsel and you ain't talk to god you out of order (laughs) right so you should have like okay i want to do this i prayed about it i really feel like god is calling me to this and then when you go to talk to your wise counsel they confirm to you what god has already told you and so it's really important that you one make sure that you check that the leadership and the authority that you have around you is godly but Two making sure that God is your number one godly authority. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That's and that's what I talked about, you know, your mindset and your actions, you know. Is your mindset a godly mindset? Or your actions are they godly actions? Are
2: they lining up with the word? Right.
3: And that's, you know, just you know, depositing seeds, you know. If you have wise counsel counsel and you are switching your mindset to a godly mindset you're not going to want to brag and boast about your success and you're not going to have the urge to tell you know everybody you know the ins and outs of your business and you know how you're successful and you know look at me I'm making all this money because you know that's not a smart thing to do because you never know other people's motives and Mm -hmm. you know the things that You know, they could have the wrong motives and why they're around you. Yeah. And, you know, none of us want anybody around us for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And that's why we talk about why it's so important to have that godly leadership and, you know, submitting to God and just having that wise counsel because you want to surround yourself with people. With that godly mindset, so that you know you can continue to grow, and you guys can feed off of each other and have godly conversations about success and you know choices that you want to make, mm-hmm. and just their experience and you know their growth and their walk and different things they've done and how could they do things, how they could have wished they could have done things different.
2: Right. A lot of times they will give you um, a map to where you're not having to take as many detours as they have, and so. Anybody that's like, oh I'm gonna charge you, I'm gonna charge you. Like it's one thing for somebody to want to be paid for their um for their guidance or whether it be a class or something like that, but a lot of times your godly authority, they're gonna just give you gems and you're gonna be like, What? <laughs> right. So you wanna make sure that you really are lined up with that. And then like Andre like Andre said, like um you wanna make sure that you remain humble and that you're not out here trying to stunt. Because even when Jesus was being hung on the cross, y'all know how hard he could have stunned on them people? Like he could have got himself up off that cross, had a legion of angels come, save his life, like all the things. But even when he was brought to Potiphar and who's the other, Herod, right? Like they brought, they presented him to them and they legit like talked greasy to Jesus. Herod spit on Jesus, like, and he still wasn't like, oh no, nah, bro, you got me messed up, I'm the Lord. No, like, Even in those situations when people are talking about you, like who cares what they have to say? What did God say about you? And that's where it's really important to have that godly authority because anyone who's really of God, they're not going to have you address these things publicly um, or in a way that is going to be messy, right? So you want to make sure that you have that godly authority and leadership in your life and then that not only do you have it, but you submit to it. Hey guys, it's your girl Sharla Walker, the host of God Goals and Girl Talk. Did y'all know I had a whole entire nonprofit? Yes, it's Hearts Over Habits Incorporated. Hearts Over Habits is a nonprofit that I started to help encourage and empower young women ages 17 to 24 in living the life that God has called them to live. We talk about life, relationships, education, anything that you need, we have it, and I want you to be a part. So whether you want to be a mentor, you say, hey, I'm older than that, but I love the show and I want to get in, please, we need people out here helping our younger sisters, and if, sis, you need help come come girl we have a whole entire facebook group hearts over habits incorporated get in get plugged in we have so much fun so much community in that group and then we have our online life academy launching in august it is going to be phenomenal we are going to have experts that are going to be teaching classes in budgeting career anything that you need we want to make sure that we have it so go ahead get locked in find us on facebook and instagram Hearts Over Habits Tampa on Instagram and Hearts Over Habits on Facebook. Like, share, get in the group add your friends add your mama them everybody bring them all go to our website www.heartsoverhabits.org today to either get plugged in with a mentor or to become a mentor and do our mentor application process or to volunteer i am so excited about this community and everything that god is going to be doing and i want you to be a part let's get back to the show So what is our last key to success? Commitment
3: to being courageous. Joshua chapter one, verse nine. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go.
2: Yeah, that is.
3: That's great. You know, to, to know that God wants us and it is his command for us to be strong and to be courageous, you know, for us to just have a mindset of, you know, not giving up. And it's not that things are going to be easy, things are going to be hard, but just having that mindset to, you know, continue on and to be strong and to just have a strong and a positive mindset. You know, don't be afraid, you know, don't be afraid to start the business. Don't be afraid to, you know, go out on a limb and, you know, lose weight or get in shape or, you know, be a better husband or be a better wife, even though, you know, you may not know what it looked like. Or even though, you know, somebody around you may have told you, you won't be successful in it. You have to have a courageous mindset, you know, Mm -hmm. everything starts with the effort and you try, you know, people that have these huge successful businesses they don't talk about how many businesses they had that failed Mm. before they got to the business that they made that succeeded. It didn't, you know, start overnight. It all started somewhere. You know, I can even use the example with my real estate license, you know, it took me five times for me to pass my state exam. And if I didn't, know God's promises and I didn't know that I needed to be strong and courageous and not to be discouraged after the second or third time, you know, I could have just given up. Yeah. You know, but I didn't, you know, I stood on God's word. I'll never forget the time that I passed. I wrote scriptures down on a sticky note and put it in my shoe as I was taking the test. And one of the scriptures was this, this is my command. Be strong, be courageous, and do not be afraid for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And when I did that, I passed. And, you know, it's just a mindset that we really need to have with trying to push ourselves and trying to go forward and trying to succeed and really trying to grow. You know, as long as what we're trying to succeed and grow into is, you know, godly and it doesn't go against the word or against the Bible, then you know you're in a good place you're in a place where god wants you to be and also asking him and praying you know i always pray and ask for god to you know order my steps for him to you know hold my hand and be there with me because there's a spiritual warfare going on out there and there's just some things that we can't see and we don't understand as humans that is happening and we need that relationship with the holy spirit and with god so that you know we can help navigate through these situations and be successful you know you don't want to just navigate through this and fail and fail and fail this is what will cause you to get discouraged but you have to know these promises know these scriptures because you have to have that mindset that you know at some point you're all in and it's like look I'm going to keep doing this until I succeed. Like, failure isn't an option for me. That is not just something i want going to do. We didn't say how many times, you know, I wasn't going to pass, but I wasn't going to give up on, you know, my goals and my dreams and what I have been praying, you know, for God to deliver in my life. So it's just something that, you know, you really need to have now to go back with some scripture They talked about Caleb and Joshua. You know, they made it to the promised land because they wholeheartedly believed the promises of God. They believed the word. They believed the Bible. The problem with the rest of the Israelites and why it took them so long is because they kept going back and forth with believing God, believing the word, and then going back to their own understanding. Mm. God would literally give them... Strategic instructions and they would still mess it up, you know. But I don't want you guys to feel bad because you know, us as humans, we all fall short Uh of the glory of God. But that's why it's so important that you give it your best, and you have to have this mindset and this knowledge of the word and the positive way you could be going because somebody else could tell you something. Oh, you ain't gotta do all that, you could just do this the short-cut way and it's not saying that you won't succeed Mm -hmm. but the word says it won't last Mm -hmm. you know god wants you to succeed so that you stay there and if you have that godly foundation you will none of us want to succeed to go back we don't want to be like the israelites that wandered for 40 years because they teeter-tottered back and forth when with the commands and instructions that god gave them through moses and their own understanding mm-hmm. and so you know we just really 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 want to be courageous want to be strong and it's not with things that you know would necessarily hurt yourself or cause harm to yourself right. but you know things that can push you and help you grow
2: yeah so we're not telling you to go like oh well I said be courageous so I'm going to go jump out of an airplane like that's not what this is about but being courageous and I think that people a lot of times downplay um what courage and what being courageous is and what it looks like a lot of times we think that you know if I didn't rescue somebody from a burning building then I don't have courage and I'm not being courageous and that's really not the truth every day you do things that take courage you do things that um that require you to be courageous and when you think of the definition or you look at the definition of courage it is a mental or moral strength to persevere and withstand danger fear or difficulty so if you're doing something like that you talked about your um, real estate boards. You had. You were courageous. You had courage to continue, even though that it was difficult. Because we made about fifty, eleven flashcards, <laughs> but you had courage to continue and to and to persevere despite you being, you know, having anger or angst or anxiety or fear about not passing again. It took courage for you to do that. Having courage may look like you're the first person in your in your family to go to college, and there may be people around you, like those ten other spies, that say you know um, oh we can't do it you can't do it those naysayers please remember and that's why you got to go back to key number one is that you have to be committed to God what did God say you know Mm -hmm. your auntie may say oh girl ain't nobody ever finished school in our family but what did God say there was actually a guy one of um, Andre's childhood friends friend situation ship I don't know but one day I will never forget it I brought my books over to his mom's house um, because they were over there hanging out and I was studying and he made a comment and it was like he said I don't know why you um, why you doing all that studying you know you ain't gonna finish and I was
3: Satan get behind me
2: that's not what I said because I wasn't saved yet (laughs) no but clearly you know the enemy will try it and it's because his significant other had went to nursing school and had not completed. And so he tried to speak that over me. But what did God say? What if I would have been like, you know what, this is hard. You're right. No, but it took courage for me to continue despite what he had to say about what I was doing. And, you know, so it, it's little things that may seem little that are big. You may be the first person in your family to, um, not have, you know, to not drink alcohol or to get saved. All of these things are courageous. And so don't um, minimize the courage that you use every day, the courage to be upright, the courage to tell the truth when you make a mistake and to own it and not to cover it up. All of these things are courageous. And so it's really, really important to be strong and courageous and not to be afraid because you know that God is with you. So you don't have to be afraid. You know, um, the Bible tells us in, I think it was 2 Timothy, that, you know, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And that some translations even say self-discipline. So if you're not moving in power, if you're not moving in love, if you're not um, using a sound mind to make clear decisions and you're not operating or using self-discipline, then you're not in the will of God, flat out. if you are here allowing your flesh to make choices and decisions for you that's how you end up on the first 48 Mm -hmm. and that's what you know so you need to get back into alignment and it's not that you're not going to have setbacks like we said um there you know if you study the the life of joshua joshua messed up he was human he was not perfect um but he was very quick even like if you think about king david he had somebody's husband killed he was out here sleeping with that woman uh bathsheba right but he repented and even though god dealt with him he still submitted himself to god and um for him to be able to realize what he did and to repent took courage
3: it did took a lot of courage a lot of courage
2: yeah so we hope that these keys to success have really helped you so just to recap that the the bonus point is that you have to have a mindset a mindset shift. You have to come out of thinking what success looks like for the world and really pull yourself into what God has called you to do. Jeremiah 29:11 tells us that before you were formed in your mother's womb, um, he knew you and he had a plan for you, a plan to prosper you and not to harm you. So you go out here making these all your own plans and you haven't even considered God. Um, So you have to have that mindset shift of even if I don't have a million dollars in the bank, I'm still successful because God is pleased with me. I can have $5. If God say, well done, my good and faithful servant, oh, I'm successful. Okay. Um, Key number one is to have your your commitment to God, right? You want to make sure that you're committed to God in everything that you do key number two making sure that you are committed to godly leadership and submitting to godly authority and last but not least be committed to being courageous when you are out here looking for your purpose you're gonna have to do some scary stuff i've had to go and do things that i thought i'd never do including having a podcast i am not one of these people like i am like an extroverted introvert <laughs> so I will when I first meet people I'm not really chatty I really don't like to talk on microphones I don't like to be recorded but when God called me to do something even though I had this um, you know it, it's difficult for me it's challenging for me and to be consistent with it it takes courage every week when I get up here to speak to you guys and so don't despise that like it is so important that when you talk about living in purpose that you follow these keys to success of mindset commitment to god commitment commitment to godly authority and commitment to being courageous so that you can have great success so we want to thank husband once again for being on the show anytime and we are gonna call it an episode so remember you guys to continue to love yourself love god and love people and i'll talk to you guys next week
1: thank you for joining us for another episode of god goals and girl talk email your questions to god goals and girl talk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed looking for a community of women who love god and live for the kingdom join our community hearts over habits on facebook like us on instagram and check out our monthly god goals and girl talk online events on Eventbrite. remember above all else guard your heart